That's great. The late great Laura Nero, uh, song called "The Bells," written by Marvin Gaye, from her album "Gonna Take a Miracle," which uh, a beautiful record that she cut with uh, LaBelle, the Bell, which was a group before it's Patti LaBelle and Nona Hendrix and Sarah Dash. So I, people, people that listen to the station will understand this. When when I was putting together this playlist, I said to Randy Kirschbaum, who does our afternoon show, I go, "Who's uh, Laura Nero?" And mm. she kind of looked at me like. What, are you kidding me? I, I'm 28 <laughs> years old. You know, give me a break. So for the, you know, the rest of my generation or maybe people that don't know much about Laura Nero, can you describe who she was, who she is? How can I put this, man? You know, no Laura Nero, no Lady Gaga. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she, uh, in the 60s, she came to prominence as a songwriter, but she just uh, came out and played the piano and sang and wrote songs and there was nobody really like her. There's Carol King who uh, wrote maybe better pop songs, uh, but was different. Laura Nero was uh, a little more poetic and impressionistic. Put her in there with Joni Mitchell. Maybe that's exactly what Randy said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it sounds like authenticity, honesty. That's a that's a yeah, that's, that's a that's a real record, man. That that happened in that room, and no one overdubbed or fixed anything because you can hear it bleeding through on the other instruments. Everyone was in one place and that's that's a pretty chilling performance, isn't it? Great song too. And you've talked about authenticity and honesty. It seems like every interview that I've heard you talk about or yeah. written about yeah. those two words in particular, tell us about what that means for you in, in music. Well, I, I think in music people respond to something real you know the music has a great capacity for helping people to make sense out of l their lives and our lives are crazy man we don't know when we're gonna die <laughs> you know we don't know if we're gonna get fired we don't know if we're gonna get divorced we don't we don't know why we're here really that's a that's a lot to walk around with and we can't really answer those questions with conversational English conversational language, it fails to uh, capture the depth of our inner emotional lives. But art, and particularly music, does help you understand that in ways that we can't really explain. But everyone knows what it's like to hear a song and feel better, to be upset and hear some music, and it makes you, and you feel better after you hear the piece of music. So I, I think that that's a, an important service to provide to your culture, to your society, to to make something that you know goes from just entertaining you to making you uh, understand the meaning of life and giving you some direction when you've lost your direction. And I, I think that's a good uh, good thing to aspire to for musicians. And I think when you waste it on something that's just for fashion or or, or your posturing. Uh, I personally am not a fan of that, although many people are, and it's entertainment. I, I got no judgment about it. But I get a, a much greater reward from both listening to and making records that, uh, that go a little deeper. You don't, you don't get it all the time, <laughs> but you can certainly aspire to it. 
We're with Don Waz, guest DJ today. It's 98.9 WCLZ. You had mentioned Lady Gaga for a second. I have to ask you about this because I'm, I'm sitting at the movie theater watching A Star is Born. <laughs> and we had heard that everything was was very authentic with the movie, that it really did fit this this musical landscape, right? And so there they are. They're at the Grammys. Uh, and and I, I was there with Randy watching the movie. And we both said, well, I, I bet this this all-star band that they're going to put together, I'm sure they're going to, well, yeah, they'll have like Don up there running the show. And then, of course, there you are. Sure. Did someone, how did that come about? Uh, uh I've known the producer of the movie for years, you know, for decades, and he just said, can you help me put a band together for the scene? And he described the scene to me. I didn't know anything about the movie. I had no idea it was going to turn into what it turned into. But uh, I've just, I've done that gig before. I mean, I've, in that place, uh, I'm spacing on the name of the, the, the Shrine Auditorium. It's where they used to do the Grammys from. And I, I've done a, a tribute to Curtis Mayfield and, uh, you know, a few other people in there. So, I, yeah, I, well, I know this. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it, was just, it just took about two hours. It was, it was pretty quick, and we just played the song. And I thought Bradley Cooper was incredibly impressive, man, because he uh, he was directing himself, and he was, he was supposed to be drunk on stage, and he wasn't drunk. He was running the show there man. and and so he he could just turn it on and become that character and then we'd stop and he'd go over and look at the monitors give all the cameramen direction tell the gaffers what to change and, all that, and then go right back into the thing and do it again it, it's really hard to do and uh uh it's quite impressive we i love the movie and it's so cool seeing some of those songs now start to pop up i saw eddie vedder just did uh maybe it's time at the innings festival i think it was and wow. jason isbell had played it at one of his shows obviously and i was like man these really are these are some really cool songs that are yeah. that are steeped in that and yeah. were you there when brandy carlisle was a part of that scene yeah no, yeah. she was we, there we were, all, we were playing live basically yeah yeah wow she is the treat isn't she there's nothing else i met her in an elevator at the uh, some hotel in Hollywood. <laughs> I can't remember which one. All rolls like into Like 10 one. years ago or something like that. And I didn't know who she was, but we struck up a conversation and I did know her, you know, her song. And, uh, and we, we've been good friends since. Yeah, I love her. We, we'll have to get you producing one of those albums. Move over Dave Cobb. We don't want another oh. Dave Cobb, Brandy oh. Carla. We want a Don Was, Brandy yeah. Carla. You see what she's doing now? She's doing a... The high Women. The high, the high Women, yes. <laughs> That's so killer. <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, we're with Don Waz, and we, we we get to play something from Bob Weir because that is his his day job or his night job right My now. I should job, yes. I should say. <laughs> How has it been being on the road with Bob Weir? I love it so much, man. I'm having such a ball with him. Uh, I hope I get to be in this band for the rest of my life. We have we every show is a completely different thing. It's got its own. Each show has got its own vibe. We never you know repeat a set list, and we we've got. I think last night we crossed over the 100 song mark. And even if we play a song again, we don't play it the same way twice ever. There's no bass part. You just follow Bobby. <laughs> and we play for you know two and a half to three hours every night. And there's such great songs. He's so good. And the audiences are so great, man. I've never played before an audience like that where every song means so much to him. And uh, it's just really heartwarming to, to be up there and, and see the faces uh, when, uh, you know, they just love, they love Bobby and they love the songs. And they, and it's, it's a really intimate evening with Bob Weir is what it boils down to. He's the only guitar player. You hear his vocals like 
you never heard them before. And my job is to support him and stay out of the way so he can phrase the songs. I think he's a genius singer, brilliant phrasing. It's all about storytelling. He's up there telling 25 stories every night. And um, anyway, I, I, I love him. Jay Lane is a great drummer. Uh, we, we just get into a, a groove together, and the three hours flies by. Well, this is one from Bob's last uh, solo record, Here's Only a River. <laughs> 